What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Beyond the Course pod. Today's guest is Jack Hawksby, player on the Euro Pro Tour and now winner on the Euro Pro Tour. Jack, how are you doing, buddy? Yeah, good. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me on. Yeah, thank you for coming on. I mean, shout out to Mr. Stephen Garner who who put me in touch with you. Um, and you you played at the same you played at the same club as him as well, right? That was your yeah your club. Yeah, so we um so we both play at uh, the Millbrook Golf Club in Bedfordshire. Um, I've known I've known Stephen for absolute years. He used to uh, when I was when I was a youngster and he was a little bit younger as well. We used to play a couple of pairs of events at Millbrook together, and so we've we've played a bit of golf together. But yeah, I've known him for absolute years. Yeah, I mean, he was absolutely buzzing when he when he saw you win, and he got straight on to me. He's like, "You got to have this guy in your podcast now. You got to talk to, you got to talk to him." So I'm glad we could do this. Thanks for coming on. And so, just going back to that win, then obviously we want to start there. Tell us a little bit about that kind of weekend. Uh, how were you feeling? First of all, before the tournament, were you pretty confident about it? Before, how were you feeling that whole weekend? Um, that whole week, really. I felt I felt fairly relaxed. It was pretty. It was just um, it was because it's our eighth event of the. Um, of the season, it kind of just felt like a just an ordinary week, just going through the motions. Um, it was just kind of I knew I was playing some solid golf, and I and I kind of knew that the weather was going to be pretty uh, pretty bad. I knew that we, I knew it's going to be really windy throughout the week, um, so I kind of my confidence was quite high for that because I, I I do love playing in high winds. Um, I've always I don't know why I've always just been able to grind out a score um, and sometimes throw in a low one. Um, so yeah, I fairly I felt pretty pretty good, but again, just just going through the motions like it was just a normal week, really. Yeah, because on that last day, I think it was really high winds, wasn't it? And you obviously went pretty low when others were were struggling, including you know that that clutch birdie putt that you made on eighteen. So why why is it you think you like playing in the wind so much and you do so well with that? Um, I think to be fair, I think it's to do with growing up at Millbrook. Um, we're fairly we're fairly high up here, and I've I've been here my whole life. I've been here since I was four. So, and I was, I was one, I was that youngster who would be, if it was absolutely tipping it down the rain, I was out there anyway, playing, <laughs> just umbrella up, just having, having a time yeah. of my life getting out there. So I think, yeah, I think it was just growing up at Millbrook when the, like through the winter, the wind, the wind proper gets up and it's, it's terrible out here. Cause it's not, well, I would say it's not the longest, it's not the longest course for me now, but back in the day it was, it was an absolute slog. So I kind of, I kind of learned how to, to like grind it out and, play different golf shots really when I was younger so yeah I mean it's quite a talent to have isn't it because obviously it's one of the main things that, that people struggle with on any of the tours really as soon as the weather's like that everybody is is really struggling to shoot low so something that's yeah. really gonna you know help you especially as you as you move up into the big time if you're gonna I don't know what your plans are but if you go and play on say the European tour there it's it's gonna help you big time yeah definitely um yeah it's definitely a nice little skill to have in the in the, in the bag really um because there's there's a few lads on the Euro Pro who they fry it. They you, they're always up there when the weather's flat calm. Um, mm -hmm. And it it just depends how you play your golf really. And it, everyone's got their own different game of golf and the different game plans. So like for me, those type of high winds kind of suit me. And I think tougher con tougher conditions suit me a little bit better than flat calm. Um, so yeah, it's it's difficult. It's a difficult one to say, but it's yeah, it's definitely. Um, definitely a good one to have in the bag really yeah I mean was, was it something you kind of spoke with you know your caddy and stuff about before that particular final day then because I think you started was it three or four shots behind the lead 
Um, so yeah. you, you had to go pretty low anyway if the other guys weren't gonna weren't gonna go low themselves. Um, so yeah. I mean, was it something that you spoke about, kind of going aggressive, knowing that you you were strong in that kind of con- condition? Uh, not really. It was so I didn't have a caddy for the first two rounds, so I kind of got myself in a position where. I kind of because I knew the weather was going to be really bad on Friday. It was like forty mile an hour gusts, and East Sussex National was quite a it's quite a, it's a proper golf course. It's quite a slog um, off the backs. So I kind of i I had a feeling that the leaders were going to kind of come backwards or kind of stay where they were. Like it was definitely definitely not a day where people were going to be shooting. On I think there was only like nine players under par for the day. Yeah, um, and I just. It was one of those where you just had to stay patient and kind of work on every single shot really, really, like, in every bit of minor detail you had to just focus on um, and basically not let yourself, like, mistakes were going to come, no matter what. Those, that type of weather, you can't, you can't not have mistakes come in and not drop a shot or two. So mm-hmm. I, kind of, I kind of knew that they were going to come along um, and take advantage of the holes that are downwind so I think it was six seven five six seven were all downwind so you just got to take advantage of them which luckily I did I went birdie 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 on those Mm -hmm. um to kind of jump me up um up the leaderboard um and it also it kind of I think it helped because I played with John Parry as well uh that day um and he was leading for most of the most of the tournament but most of that day he was leading for most of that day so I kind of I was just like, just keep grinding it out, keep playing some good golf and just kind of stay on his coattails a little bit. Just stay stay there and just, he's going to make a mistake soon. It's going to happen. Um, yeah. And towards the end of the round, he he was, he was, it said, so on fifth, it was weird. So 15th, there was a leaderboard on 15th green mm-hmm. and it said, it said four people at minus seven and then John Parry minus eight. Yep. But that, that leaderboard was wrong. So right. that leaderboard, so I thought John was eight under. So I was like, I'm one behind him with four to play, basically. Was it John? Um, that, was it John that went in the water though on the back nine? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. On, six, on sixteen. So I was. So I hit my. I was off first on sixteen, and I probably hit one of the best golf shots I've ever hit under the considering the circumstances. Yeah. It was. It was how it was forty mile an hour gust into off the left water short right like in front of the green, uh, two bunkers long bunker just just over the pond as well. So it was not a nice hole to be looking at with, no. and I've got about 190 yards and I'm trying to hit five iron. Um, but I hit like one of the best golf shots I hit in my entire career. Um, knocked it to about 18, 19 feet. And then John stood up on the tee and he's hit like, he hit an all right shot, but he just hit it too high. So the winds just caught it, stalled yep. it and it's just dropped straight in the water. Right. Um, so then he made double, but when he made double, I thought he was six under. Mm. not five because you'd see them so, on leaderboard right exactly so I was like well he's six under so I've just got to keep going I'm one in front of him just keep going so we both par 17 and then he I launched one down 18 for off the tee so I, he's he's hit his second shot into 18 first and he's not hit to about eight feet and I was like he's not too close here you're gonna have to get up. you you're gonna have to get up now for birdie because mm-hmm. he's gonna in my head I was like he's hold that putt he's hold it he's seven under yep he's gonna hold that so he's getting seven under. So you need to make birdie down here. So knocked it to about 12 feet, rolled her in. And I was like, well, that's that done. And then I looked at the leaderboard and I was like, John Parry, six under or five under. I was like, what's going on here? Because he missed his birdie putt. Yeah. So, so yeah, I thought he was one shot better than he, were, than he was, which I think kind of helped me really. 
So it wasn't until very at the end until you actually realised the leaderboard was wrong, or did you find it, out when you were going down 18? No, no, I, I was, I just, I thought, as soon as I hold out and went up to do my scorecard, his name was at minus five, and I was like, it's minus five, I'm sure he was at minus <laughs> six, I'm sure he had that putt to go to minus seven. Yeah. So I was just basically, in my head, I was like, you've got to make birdie down here to avoid the playoff with John. Yeah, I mean, you did exactly that as well. So that that put on 18, I, I'm not sure what the distance was, but it was a pretty decent-sized put, wasn't it, considering the moment, so quite a clutch put. How were you How were you feeling kind of standing over that? Uh, <laughs> so I was, yeah, I was safe to say I was nervous because it was it was about 12 to 13 feet mm. down and across a left-to-right slope with left-to-right wind. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack Doherty, our other player who was playing with us, he hit a chip shot from the same angle as my putt. And as it, as it like died with pace, it literally went sideways at the hole, like went 90 degrees right with the wind. So me and my caddy, uh, Rob Brightman, he, uh, we were looking at it and he was like, I think, I think you need to like, we lined it up together. And he like pointed out where I need to line it. And I looked at it and I was like, it's not swinging that much. It can't, like it's not moving that much. I was like, Rob, the pace that I'm going to hit this putt, that's too much break. So I've adjusted it a tiny bit. Luckily that I did because I, and then I just got over it and just went from emotions and was like, right, just make sure you get it to the hole. Just yeah. make sure you get it. And I hit it and it was bang, literally dead centre of the hole. Brilliant. I couldn't, I I couldn't, I, Go on, mate. I, I couldn't believe it went in. I literally, it was so weird. My whole body felt so weird. Um, yeah. I didn't even feel like the putt. Like right now, I can't remember the ball coming off the the part of face mm. like the feeling like the feeling of the ball coming I can't remember what that felt like because I was just so like shocked it went in yeah you almost kind of like looking at yourself from above or something aren't you like looking at your body yeah. just quite know what's going on I mean I mean mm-hmm. not just that 18th though how was the whole kind of round particularly that back nine when you knew you had a chance of winning I mean how would you explain that kind of feeling to a an amateur maybe like myself that's never been in that kind of event in that kind of position what's going through your mind how do you try and control what's going through your mind etc it's it's a very it's a very uh, strange situation um but i think for me it was more because of how tough the conditions were it was just more making sure that i was getting the yardages right and yeah just stay i was just staying very present with everything i didn't want to get ahead of myself like it's very tough there was I know there's the boy the group behind me there's some fantastic golfers in that group um Harry Goddard Tom Sloman um they were they're fantastic golf they're fantastic lads and they're very good at golf so I just knew that I was yeah I was nervous but I was excited at the same time um because I knew I was how I was swinging it and how I was hitting the ball I know I had full control of my ball in that in those conditions um so I was just I was just making sure I give myself opportunities to try and make birdie um, and don't and just play smart as well. Really don't cause any unnecessary errors really in those. Cause if you hit a bad shot in those, in those conditions, it's just going to punish you even more. For sure. Um, so, but I think quite a big turning point for me was on 10 It's par five and it was about two ten, but how downwind, but uh, sorry, howling into wind, but downhill. Both right. my playing part, both the guys that I was playing playing with laid up. And I was like, you're hitting a pitch shot into wind, uphill. It's just going to pitch by the flag and just spin right back. So me and, me and Rob McCaddy, we were like, you've got to go for it. Got to. So yeah. I just, I, so we, I stepped up with two iron and just absolutely laced this two iron towards the green. And it was funny because I hit it and I was like, 
I stand in the air for a very long time. And I was like telling it to get down. And as it's pitched, it's only pitch front edge. And I was like, oh my God, go, go, yeah. go, go. <laughs> <laughs> like Jordan's speak telling it to do one thing and then yeah. change yeah, it exactly to somewhere else while it's mid air. Yeah, it's exactly that, honestly. So me and, me and Rob, because Rob was like, get down, get down. And then as it's pitched, we both looked at each other and just started laughing at each other because <laughs> we were both screaming for it to get down. Yeah, I mean, it must be quite a talent, like, you know, just controlling your mind throughout those situations. I mean, I went out to play golf the other day and I think I, I think first four holes, I got two pars, two bogeys. I was on for like a record-breaking score for me. And the other thing I could think about was getting on the phone to my my, uh, my teacher afterwards and telling him what a great score I got. I was only four holes in, yeah. and, you know, but I was letting my mind get away with me and I had to try to, you know, bring myself back down and, and you know, to be able to do that under that pressure and, and stop thinking about if I win and if I win or if this, you know, it's uh, it's impressive. Mm, I, it's uh, safe to say I was very mentally drained at the end of it. Yeah. I slept, I slept very good that night. It was, uh, I was exhausted. I mean, I was going to get onto that next. I mean, you shouldn't have slept well. You were surely out partying or something, though. No? Uh, not Friday, <laughs> not Friday night. No, I had. Um, it was my girlfriend's. It was my girlfriend's birthday party on Saturday night. So I had a okay. few. I had a few things to celebrate that night. Um, and then I saw we went out. It was my best mate's birthday this Saturday. So we kind of did a little joint celebration. So I gave it a good go in London on Saturday. Um, that's, that's nice. They had a couple, couple of little occasions there to to celebrate. Yeah. That's nice. And were your yeah. family and friends at the event on the final day? Did they come down to watch or? Uh, no, it was just, uh, there was, to be fair, there wasn't that many people watching because of the weather. Um, so, but it was just the only person that came down was Rob who caddied for me. He was the, uh, he was the one who came down. But I've, uh, I've heard that there was a lot of people up here on Friday at the golf club and they were apparently the, there was a bit of a buzz going around. Everyone had their phones out refreshing the need board. And uh, yeah. so, so, which is really nice to hear and, nice to see that the how much support i get up there so yeah and what sort of things do you feel like you did well then the whole weekend obviously we spoke about the how you play in the weather and and you know keeping yourself concentrated and picking your shots and stuff but was there anything else in particular that you just felt was working for you really well that weekend the shots you were hitting which, uh, you know particular type of shots I'd, you were hitting yeah i'd say i think off the tip i hit driver really well that week um because it's, it's quite easy to hit a couple of loose drives in that in in high winds and it just causes a lot of trouble but i'd say yeah i think for all week i hit driver really well especially friday i had for friday I literally had it on a piece of string mm -hmm. um and then friday i putted i putted really i hold a lot of good putts on friday um especially on the front nine i hold I hold quite a lot of good putts for like one what the first time i hold a, hold a long one for par on the first um, and then a couple of good putts on for birdie on five and six so yeah good and then going on to this weekend then i mean we're filming this on the the temp so this weekend you're playing at uh the cube funder championship right this weekend yep. starts tomorrow so yeah. um what sort of standard kind of preparation do you and your caddy have before before tournaments like what have you been doing this week you've been out for a practice round or what kind of thing do you normally so, do so for this for this week's a little bit different for me because it's at luton hoop um which is very local for me um i've played it loads of times um played i i played at, um the regional qualifying for Europro there, and that's and I won it there. Um, yep, three rounds. So I kind of, I haven't had a practice round around there. I walked it. I walked the back nine yesterday morning to see what the greens were like. Um, hit a few putts on the greens, just to get the feel of the greens. I didn't really fancy having a practice round this week because 
the last time I played it, I played really well around there. So I've got good memories. So I didn't really want to disturb that positive feeling of that place until Wednesday morning, tomorrow, uh, Wednesday afternoon, tomorrow. Um, so I've kind of, so I've just practiced. I had a lesson with my coach today, uh, this morning, just to have a little tighten up and just have a little look over. Um, and then I spent yesterday all day practicing really. So just the standard prep. Yeah, I mean, that, that's pretty important and it's a good point, isn't it? You know, when you've got those those good memories, I've heard a couple of the pros talking about that kind of stuff, how uh, Justin Thomas is always an example that I use and he talks about how either at a practice or if it's one of these like pro-am events or whatever it is, he won't hit some sh certain shots because then if he's going to go and play in the actual tournament and he's got good memory of a particular port or a particular area mm -hmm. on the green where he's putted from, he just doesn't want to take that port in case he misses because he wants to just go in there with, with good memories only. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that's how, and that's kind of how I feel for Luton Who this week, because um, the two rounds that I played, I, I I think I hit one bad golf shot throughout the whole two days that I played at, for regional qualifying. So um, every hole that I go, I, I walk on, I've kind of got a really good memory of what I did there. So um, yeah. yeah, I'm just I'm looking. I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to this week. Um, got I've got a good um, good positive feeling for this week. So. Yeah, I mean, like you said, you obviously know the course very well then. So what sort of things are you expecting? How are you expected to pick apart the course then? Um, I think scoring is going to be low this week, without a doubt, because um, there's five par fives around there this oh, wow. week. Um, so there's going to be, the, the, and there's a couple of short par fours that you can kind of hit driver up, like 18 you can drive and nine you can hit driver really close. So scoring is going to be really low. Um, it's, definitely, it's definitely a golf course for off the tee which kind of uh bodes well for me because my driver is the strength of my game so you just basically if you hit if you hit good drive if you hit driver really good all week and you give yourself short irons into par fives and like wedges into par fours you can you can give it a good old go and give it a good rip round there so um yeah it's all about i think this week's definitely down to uh how you're hitting it off the tee yeah, and looking at the order of merit then in things in terms of the 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 um the tour at the moment, you're sitting in sixth place, right? Just outside the top five. Yeah. So top yeah. five obviously gets you a spot on the challenge tour. So how are you looking at the rest of the season now? What's your kind of particular goals for the rest of the events? Um, uh, are, you looking, are you looking that far ahead or or not? No, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying not to look. It's it's hard not to look that far ahead, isn't it? Like I'm sure. It's, I'm sick. I'm sick at the moment. The order of merit. So obviously, there's a there's a little little uh, inkling in the back of my head like you need to play well for the rest of the year. But I'm just trying to like I'm trying to stay present really and try and just focus on each on each day as it comes. So right now, I'm just focusing on tomorrow morning. Um, mm -hmm. I'm gonna get up and prep and get ready and warm up and stuff, and then just kind of let it let it take care of itself. Really, just got to do everything that I'm doing at the moment. Um, so I'm pl I'm playing really nice golf at the moment, so I've just got to just keep going. Um, so I've just got to try and yeah keep my head in the right place. Yeah, and what's your plans for the future then? Like you know, are you wanted to play the European Tour? Have you have you got thought about those kind of plans yet? What do you want to do in the future? Uh, yeah, so obviously my the dream the dream is to be on the European Tour slash PJ Tour. Really, that's um, that's the dream, isn't it? Otherwise, I wouldn't be yep. doing what I'm doing now. So. The yeah, the future is hopefully in a few years' time, pegging it up on the European tour for for a few years, and then hopefully see where it goes. But obviously, just got to put the put the hard work in and just take every step as it comes. Really, 
Yeah, for sure, mate. Well, listen, Jack, it was class talking to you. Thank you for taking the time out to do this. I appreciate it. Um, for anybody that wants to find you on social, it's uh, jchgolf underscore on Instagram and jchspacegolf on Twitter. So thank you yeah. very much for coming on, mate. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me on. Appreciate right. it. Cheers, Cheers, mate. Thanks for your time. Cheers. Man. Cheers.